This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in roughly 20 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going, bro? It's good, Bryce. I am glad I finally convinced you to do this episode. Because I know that you have a real problem Here we go. with Here we some go. unethical forms of <laughs> vice, and I'm glad that today we can uh, we can talk about some more ethical forms of investing. <laughs> okay, well, now that you've introed the episode, yes, we're going to be doing an episode of a listener request, listeners' requests on ethical investing, what it is, what it means for the investor forms of ethical investing. But first, I know you've been working long and hard at uh, on an equity <laughs> equity mates ethical investing song. <laughs> so if you don't mind sharing your ethical investing song with our listeners, take it away. So so I can't share it. We're in um, <laughs> we're in a copyright dispute with a few different companies at the moment and I'm Trying to determine who I want to be my distribution label, both <laughs> Sony and uh, Warner Brothers, who might be the same company these days, have um, expressed interest. Can you give us an insight into the first couple of lines? Uh, I, no, well, as I said, copyright <laughs> disputes, you know, and, uh, uh, there will be a release party when the record's made. Is it? Uh, from what you were singing off air before, it was <laughs> ethical investing. What should we do? Ethical investing, it's good for you. <laughs> Wasn't that it? <laughs> I think that was it. Anyway, so... Okay, go on. We're going to suck No, that was, a, that was the intro line. Looking forward to, looking forward to hearing the real deal when it comes out. <laughs> Now that we're all aware that we are going to be doing an episode on ethical investing, Ren, I think it's time to stop with the uh, silliness and get stuck into the serious aspects. All right, I'll stop with the silliness if you stop with the gambling. (laughs) Don't gamble. Or or quit the cigarettes. Both of which are lies. Don't listen to what Ren says. So, Ren, ethical investing. Let's whip this one out. We've got... 
What we're going to discuss is uh, what is ethical investing, the different types of ethical investing, uh, I guess a general view on the market, its growth, what are the options available to investors if they want to uh, invest ethically, um, some of the performance of major funds, and then a little bit of a wrap-up at the end. I think you've got a few things you want to mention. Yeah, I'll just you know, jump in nice. where necessary. So, Ren, what is ethical investing? So, it is investing, but screening out all those companies that do unethical things or the, the, the definition of what is and isn't ethical we'll get into, but in a sense, it's socially responsible investing. It's only putting your money in companies that you think uh, sell ethical things and do so in, in a socially responsible manner. And so the, the big forms of it these days are companies that are sustainable, that are reducing plastic packaging, that are not increasing climate change. Then, so sustainability is a big one. There's also a big area around sort of ethical supply chains. So obviously, there's been a lot of focus on things like sweatshops in Nike's supply chain, which they've done a lot of work on. But there's a bunch of other real problems in the supply chains of major companies these days. Fresh produce supply chains are notoriously difficult to manage. There's a lot of subcontracting and subcontracting to subcontractors. And so there's a whole movement around modern slavery at the moment. So that's probably the second one. The third, Another emerging big category is around the technology companies and some of their practices around data sharing, data, privacy, and stuff like that. So you see some uh, companies being considered unethical because of that. And then there's probably a fourth one, which is the, the vice industries, the gambling, tobacco, firearms, who you were actually saying you want to make an ETF of the unethical <laughs> ETF. <laughs> Money's money. That is not true. That is not true. Ren. You heard him say it. I'll have to, I'll have to sing you that ethical investing song. <laughs> yeah, so... That's a long-winded way of saying ethical investing is investing in things that are socially responsible. Yeah, nice, Ren. So you're right. Ethical investing, social responsibility investing, and sustainable investing, the broad sort of strokes that uh, it all falls under. Now, I guess one of the questions is then, so these are all sort of screens that uh, fund managers will and individual investors can use to screen out particular companies uh, that they want to invest in. So if I'm an investor and I'm looking to invest in a fund that claims to be ethically investing itself into other organizations, sometimes it's tricky to understand how these companies have screened and also are they truly investing ethically uh, or are they sneaking a few companies in there that really shouldn't be on the list? So I think a consideration that you should uh, take into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> we are on fire this wow, episode. <laughs> wow. Anyway, look for a fund that's a member of the Responsible Investment Association Australasia, or otherwise known as the RIAA. This is a peak body that was created, uh, and they have a certification program in partnership with the New South Wales Department of Environment and Conservation and the Victorian government uh, that started back in 2005 with a view to make uh, uniform standards uh, across 
fund managers. So in order to qualify, a fund manager must make a very convincing case to the RIAA that they have a very specific methodology in place to weed out unethical behavior or unsocial social investing, etc. So the process is then independently verified by an accounting firm and the funds then actually qualify and carry an RIAA certification symbol. So keep an eye out for them if you are concerned that you may be investing in a fund that claims to be ethically invested, but when you look a bit deeper at their list of companies, you you question it. Mind you, a lot of fund managers these days do take this pretty seriously as, as it is a growing industry. I know when we spoke to BetaShares, they have an ethically invested fund and originally Facebook was on it and I know that they did a cleansing process and took Facebook out of it uh, for various reasons. So, these, these fund man- managers do take it seriously. Um, so, yeah, look out for the RIA certification symbol. So, I think before we move on, you, you touched on screens and the RIAA, I'm not sure where they fall into this, but there's probably two broad forms of screens. There's a negative screen, which is more common, and then a positive screen. And so, a negative screen just excludes companies that are bad. So, companies that mine fossil fuels and then you exclude any company that mines fossil fuels so you're you're looking to exclude companies the flip side of that is a positive screen and so you would say the flip you would say companies that are looking to that that are making investments in renewable energy or have over 50 percent of their power procured through renewable sources and so then rather than looking to exclude companies at the bottom end of the ethical spectrum, you're looking to include companies that are at that top end. That are actually making an effort rather than falling in by default just because they're not part of the negative. Yeah, and so another, another spectrum of that might be a negative screen might be excluding any companies with that underpay workers through their supply chain. A positive screen may be a company that observes uh you know 30 percent higher than the minimum wage is the minimum pay or something like that um or observe has a living wage policy for all their team members and suppliers so just uh you if you're looking at an etf or a fund they will make it pretty clear how they screen their companies and just have a look is it a positive screen or is it a negative screen Uh, there's no right answer it's just a people have different preferences so on screens, I think it's it's sometimes quite difficult to set up these screens yourself because you need to the information's not as readily available yeah. as if you're just doing a, a general screen based on financial metrics and that sort of stuff. You'd find though that companies that would fall into a positive screen are mu- are much more uh, vocal about the fact that they are falling into sustainable engagement uh, and ways of doing business. And so uh, you can go out there and find companies to invest directly in, but the real growth in the industry is coming from the ETF side, which is not surprising. ETFs themselves are seriously growing. Uh, But just to give you an idea of the market um, size, and this was projections by BlackRock, one of, if not the largest uh, largest, largest asset, manage, manager. asset manager in the world, trillions under management. I think, um, yeah, four trillion, yeah, five trillion, so, something ridiculous. Yeah. So they uh, expect to grow their ETF. Uh, well, uh, 
well, ETF sector is expected to grow from $25 billion to more than $400 billion by 2028, which is incredibly huge. And they think mutual fund assets from 3% to 21% by 2028 as well. So not only the ETF uh, funds going in going to grow, but they think that funds, uh, mutual funds or managed funds in Australia are also going to start including a lot more ethically invested uh, assets in their funds going forward. So it's certainly a growing space. Yeah, and there's probably two reasons for that. One is the obvious people more and more want to invest ethically and there's an argument to say that if people are investing only in companies that are ethical, that incentivizes CEOs and directors who are paid in some cases on how their share price performs to make more ethical decisions. The other one, which is probably less talked about but should be more talked about, is that ethical funds generally outperform major indexes. So I don't know if we're going to get into that later, but part of the reason why BlackRock are projecting such a big growth in this segment of the industry is simply because people put money where the growth is. And there's uh, there's there's probably some pretty obvious Oh, there's, there's some reasons why this is the growth area, like companies that are acting ethically generally are more progressive and forward thinking, I guess, in a general sense. And so that probably is reflective of their broader culture and business practices and the way they think and stuff like that. You know, if you're if the way you're winning is by engaging in modern slavery in your supply chain, it's probably a sign that the rest of your business isn't too crash hot. But anyway, yeah, just an interesting thing that probably people talk a lot about the ethical side of it, but the performance side of it is pretty compelling as well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, yeah, that's a very good point, Ren. And so as an investor, how can I access this growing industry or growing form of investing? So as we've mentioned, ETFs is, is primarily the way to go at the moment. Uh, from a, I guess, from a beginner point of view as well, very easily accessible. You've got your your big hitters, Vanguard. They have ethical funds. Then also, uh, BetaShares has one called Fair F A I R. They're an Australian sustainability leaders fund, and then they also have a global sustainability leaders uh, fund called ET 
H I. So yeah, FE. FE, yeah. yeah. So they're both available on the ASX. Uh, go to their website to check out what companies they're investing in, uh, just to give you a bit of an idea of how their screens work. Now, there's another one called the Australian Ethical Managed Funds. They allow you to invest in their funds off market as retail investors. So you need to do it all through their website, but they have a large number of funds available, all ethically themed, I guess, emerging companies, international Australian diversified and then they also have a bit of fixed income as well which would be interesting to have a look at now as i said they are all offline so you need to go to their website but to ren's point they are good because they show you the difference between their negative screen and their positive screen so they go both ways Uh, another one that we've i've had my eye on for a while is morphic asset management and they have Morphic Ethical Equities Fund, which is on the ASX, MEC, uh, and that's a, just a list of screened uh, international companies as well. So uh, a couple of options there for you to start having a look. There's many more, but I, I think that's just a good starting place. Anything from you, Ren, regarding that? So I think that's a pretty good rundown of the funds. If it, people want to invest ethically, they can also just invest in individual companies ethically. I think a really good starting point, you know, as you said before, we just there's a data problem here. We we don't have good access to data for a lot of these companies. So a good starting point is to look at some of these funds and some of these ETFs and see the companies that they have included, and then you can do you can base that as a sort of you can assume then that they're ethical or they've passed some form of screen, and then you can do your own research on the back of that. So that can help narrow down the list of companies that you may want to invest in. But companies are also more and more conscious of this group of ethical consumers or ethical investors in this case. And so a lot of companies, as well as producing an annual report, will produce a sustainability report. And obviously, everything in there you need to take with a grain of salt because it is from the company itself. They're not going to tell you if they're engaging in modern slavery in the supply chain. They're not going to tell you how much of their energy comes from thermal coal or whatever it is but it's a good place to start it's a good place to see what different companies are doing and there's generally a lot of stuff that these companies are doing that you don't see and you don't you don't hear about and so uh, just jump on these investor relations websites for the companies and read some sustainability reports might give you a bit of hope for uh, corporations acting where governments are failing to yeah good call out Ren good call out so I think to finish off, uh, there's heaps of stuff online. It's it's a very um, we've we've already said it's a great. <laughs> in a general sense, there is heaps of stuff online. <laughs> well, I was going to go through the top ten performing uh, funds, but I thought if I just list them off, that's going to be quite boring. So, I think though, I'm, the number one was Pengana. We'll, we'll include them in our song. We'll include them in the song. It's <laughs> Renizig is going to wrap them out. Um, the, the number one performing for 2018 was the Pengana High Conviction Equities Fund, and we're actually in conversation with Pengana at the moment to, to do an interview for a private equity fund, so we might actually try and get them on to chat about their conviction fund. But Rem, something I just want to close out with and I found very interesting. We all know that uh, Norway has a huge sovereign wealth fund, absolutely enormous. And they have changed their approach and will soon be ripping up 
to $3.7 billion out of Australian fossil fuel companies after the Norwegian parliament passed a set of ethical investment rules. So essentially what they've done is they've changed the rules to dictate the way that their wealth fund can invest and their wealth fund owns a large proportion of Australian stocks, some of which are BHP, Santos, Oil Search and the like. And uh, for their screen, they, they will no longer be able to invest in them due to this ethical investment approach. So very interesting. Can, can we also point out the irony that a lot of this sovereign wealth fund uh, money oil. was oil <laughs> yeah. money? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quite ironic, but hey, that's what happens <laughs> yeah, it is. It That's is. What happens. It, it is. It is a really interesting phenomenon that m- companies and investors are driving change in a way that governments aren't around the world. Well, actually, to be fair, in this case, governments did act, but in Australia, we haven't had energy market certainty for well, what since two thousand and nine, so a decade. And yeah, I just it, it blows my mind that. There is such a consensus in the business community around some of these things, but not we, we don't see action. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's probably beside the point. But if you assume that at some point we will see a price on carbon or a carbon trading scheme or, you know, something else like a gas capture scheme or whatever it is, companies that are less exposed to carbon based energy that are sort of more have more behind the meter solar and uh, renewables and stuff like that uh, will be protected more so that there is there is a lot of these days there's a lot of business sense in becoming more sustainable and that is probably part of the reason why we're seeing the ref, that reflected in um, their performance I mean just to speak from my experience like the biggest driver of better sustainable outcomes in my area of the world in sort of waste and recycling and stuff like that is that landfill is so expensive and it continues to become more expensive that it's a dumb business decision to keep throwing things in a hole in the ground, let alone because you, you know, trying to become more sustainable. Nice wrap up, Ren. So that's a, a brief overview of ethical investing. We've given you some insight into what is available in Australia from an ETF and fund management point of view uh, and a, a broad sort of stroke brushstroke uh, view on the main forms of ethical investing. Um, I would recommend heading to the websites for the fund managers, having a look at how their screens work. They're all b- very prescriptive about how they go about it uh, and comparing the difference between funds because investors being investors always try to differentiate themselves in some way. So important to understand exactly what's going on in all those funds. But as we said, very much it's a growing industry and uh, doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. So it'd be good to think about getting some exposure to it. Yeah, 100%. Always good to chat and stocks. good to see you adopting some of that in your personal life as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good to chat stocks, Ren. You've committed to a wrap to open up next episode <laughs> to do with ethical investing. So best of luck practicing that over the weekend. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think I'm getting a bit sick. I might not, I might <laughs> not make the next episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, if anyone has any questions about anything or would like to give us some feedback at all, uh, hit us up on social media or our email contact at equitymates.com. Make sure you're following us on all social streams as well. And we look forward to chatting stocks with you soon. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Hey.
equity mind. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is equity. Equity. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.